Here we are, Real Dirt with Chip Baker, and this is a special episode, High Noon from Humboldt with Steve Geeter. Say hey, Steve. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Getting hey. high in Humboldt today. Oh, high noon in Humboldt. Oh, man, uh, I was just back in Humboldt for the CannaFest, which is part of Green Week that Steve's been putting on for several years. How many years have you been putting it on? Green Week? Uh, green Week's been, the, this was the 11th year we put on Green wow. Week, a celebration of all things green. All things green. Earth Day to 420. Uh, yeah, the same week. Same every week. Year. Right, right. It's been a great time. And if it's not, we, we stretch the week out to make sure it encompasses both. Even though I live in Denver now and kind of a gypsy, I, I, I always call Humboldt home. And I haven't been back for a couple months. And as soon as I landed on the ground, holy hell, man, the weed's just so strong there. Everybody just has the strongest weed. And I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm a puffer. I'm over here in Colorado. I, I, we're smoking weed. But it's just a different level there. Can you explain this? I don't know. Well, there's California, right? And there's Colorado, right? California's yeah, the it's... mothership. You know, Humboldt County's the mothership over here. We got Thank the world's you. brain trust of all things green right here in Humboldt County. You can't argue it. There's no denying it. You can't be trying to lie in it. The weed is undeniable, for sure. It is. I mean, I don't know. A lot of some of our leaders moved out to Colorado when that thing started happening, like yourself. But a lot of the people stayed right here in Humboldt and kept, you know, doing their thing. And a lot of people, I think, that moved out to Colorado were, you know, maybe they weren't the innovators of the industry necessarily. They just saw another opportunity. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to rip on Colorado. I'm just trying to figure out why you guys grow swag out there. No, it's not like that. It's just a di- of a different quality, man. All right, all right, all right. I take it back. It's just because maybe you guys don't know how to cure it. You know, I think... I think guys th- and gals, pardon me. I think there's a bunch of things going on. Man, there's that level of consciousness in, in Humboldt County. There's so much volume, and I hear people coughing up the volume in the back. But uh, <laughs> there's so much volume there that the, the cream really does rise to the top. So you the know? green does rise to the top. The green rises to the top. I, and that's that's kind of part of it because, you know, people only pull out their highest quality weed. Well, that's what somebody told me at Canifest. He said, you know, my partner, Ken, he moved up here to uh, Humboldt County about two years ago. And he's kind of a total transplant to the cannabis industry and the whole underground culture. So everything he's been seeing up here is blown away. But one thing that he and many other people mentioned to me is that people came to CannaFest. They didn't come here. There wasn't people just lining up to try to buy little bags of ganja off people or do big, you know, pound deals or anything like that. People were lining up to see if they could get a little taste or a little sniff or a little look-see at each other's head stashes and that stuff that they've been hiding out. You know, it, this wasn't like, oh, here, come buy all my best stuff. This is like, here, here's the best stuff for sale on the front. But everyone's standing around having that conversation to see who pulls what out of their pocket. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's what it's all about right there. That's the stuff that never makes it out to Colorado. Totally. You know, and they used to call this in Europe, you know, years ago, they'd call it 25 meter hash. And it was hash that they'd make and it wouldn't leave 25 meters from where that it had been made. Right. And it's a similar phenomenon there except uh humboldt's larger than 25 meters let's talk about what canifest is because uh we've kind of mentioned it but what's the brief description here how can you describe it the best yeah canifest is humboldt's manifest cannabis trade show and festival and it's a community gathering where uh, we do everything there from something called the humboldt grow games to something we have called the family interactive zone to ganja games. We had the Easter Bunny jumping around this year. 
we had a installation, museum type installation that featured uh, a can of, what do we have? We had a, um, we had the, as far as I could see, it was the first known cannabis confessional. We had, uh, <laughs> we I all, saw the confessional booth. I didn't, I don't, I don't have any, I, I wasn't confessing. That's, you didn't have nothing. You, you no, didn't man. feel safe enough that's, to confess. No, yet. that's rule. It's kind of rule number two, right? You, rule number one is don't get caught. Rule number two <laughs> is don't confess. And <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that was for the amateurs, the confession. We wanted to sort through the community. <laughs> no, we also had, uh, we also had over 45 different, uh, musical acts. We had over 75 different presenters, panelists, and educators, which uh, you and myself were both on a couple of those panels together. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we do education there. We also had the trade show aspect to it. So we had all the supply industry there. So we have all your horticulture suppliers, the nutrient suppliers, the lighting people, people with new technologies, with old technologies, you know, all the different supply into the industry. And then we had the Area 215 and Area 215 we had all of Humboldt County's finest cannabis medicine uh, growers, makers, crafters. We had the, the breeders, the, the labs, you know, and all the different pieces to the industry um, evolving on the cannabis forefront. Um, we also had lots of great food and local and local goods. We do something called Vendor Village, and Vendor Village grew even bigger this year. And lots more people just came out from all pieces of the community to Canafest to be at the world's most community-style cannabis event. Trade show, music festival, cannabis cup. Well, yeah, we also had the uh, Canafest Bowl for the third year in a row. And it's the only, um, as far as I can see, maybe someone can prove me differently wrong, but we do the Canafest Community Choice Award, where the first 215 people that showed up to Canafest and came into the Area 215. They all were given a bag of the 12 finalists from our Canafest Bowl, which is a cannabis flower competition. We take entries from indoor, outdoor, hydroponics. We grew it up in the tree or underground. We don't care. Bring it into the event. Everybody says they have the best. Yeah, let's right. The community let's, thinks. Let's Everybody, oh, let's outdoor's your better than indoor. Ship outdoor's better than indoor. No, no, no. Indoor's better. It sells for more. Oh no, the outdoor tastes better. You could argue about this stuff forever, but I'll tell you this much: the last two years, the indoor won it. You know, but um, who won it this year? Uh, who won? The, who won it this year? Who won it? Oh man, the guy's name was Eric. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but I'm going to say Reisenberg. I know very well. What was the name of his farm, Jay? Uh, What's the name the of that farm? farm? Is, uh... It was a. Um, the herb was grape soda. Yeah, the herb was grape soda. <laughs> the grape. So, so what we do at the Canafest Bowl, we sort all the entries into three categories: uh, the highest THC, the highest CBD. So you lab test it. It's lab tested. We lab tested it all. Yep, it's right. all lab tested. It's all clear of um, toxic poisons or microbials, and we test it in three categories: THC, CBD, and highest um, level of terpenes, and then we. We take the, the uh, four top scores from each of those categories, and those are the 12 finalists. And those little baggies that we give every one of the um, community judges, they get a whole bag of 12 samples, a little pipe and a lighter and a scorecard, and they go fill out the cards. And that's how we choose who has the best cannabis. And uh, the, the winner actually did not win any one of the three test categories, which goes to prove that just because your stuff tests the best, don't mean it is. Yeah, that, that absolutely. I was involved in, a, we just had a grow-off competition here in Colorado, and 
it was all lab tested. That's how, that's how the winner was chosen. And people kept saying, oh, the flavor competition, the flavor competition. It's like, well, flavor implies human interaction. That's just a, 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 a terpene competition yeah, when you're just yeah. testing it. Right. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, there, there's, I love data. We, me and you both talk numbers all the time. We love data. Yeah. Right. So I, I get, I get it. But, uh, yeah, that human interaction, man, we've been co-evolving with the plant for our whole existence as in human, as hum, humans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I can tell you if it's stony or, or not without having to see a lab test. Right. Uh, I think so. Right. <laughs> Right. Usually without even smoking it. Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, you're 100% right about that. With the stoniness, there's so much about the terpenes that are under underrated or underknown even, but you, you can smell it almost that if it's going to get you high. You can smell it. Yeah, you right? can feel it. Your body reacts it reacts immediately to the smell of things. Yeah. One of the one of the things that triggers people more than anything else that we don't even pay attention to are smells. Yeah, no doubt. So did you, you got to look through all these weed. How, how many ent- entries did you get? Do you know? Um, I don't know exactly because, to be honest with you, I, I kind of stay uh, clear of it a little bit, and I just kind of popped in there because uh, a lot of the other events that we've seen in the past, there's all this uh, massaging that seems to happen, and the community doesn't seem to really appreciate. The, the, the general community at large kind of looks at a lot of the cannabis competitions as um, – Oh, how do you say? How do you say massage? Staged, maybe. Staged. It seems or like a lot of people. Boy, good old boy network. The people yeah, that people's always friends win. kind of seem like they win. Right, right. But you know what? I've been in the same position. The first year, my good friend won it, and the second year, a friend of mine won it. Well, it's humble. It's hard not to. I, we have a lot of friends. Everybody there, right? The point. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. One of the problems here in Colorado is they don't. It's hard to get the new genetics into the marketplace, right? And people do it and figure out how to do it, but it's a it, it, the system is geared to make people lie and bullshit about what the strain is, right? You can't just go get a seed from Iceland or California or Florida and plant it here and call it what the seed is. Right. right. I'm sure people do this. Not that I personally know anybody or condone any illegal activities. <laughs> However, in California, they don't have that restriction. People are always popping seeds. People are buying seeds from all over. Right. You know, like cumulative impact of people planting out seeds and doing pheno hunting. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's a huge part of it. And honestly, I fear that with regulation, like some of that stuff might happen to California, too. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think so. So, so any, any, you said you tried to stay out of the weeds, so to speak there, but I mean, did you see anything in, in, in all of these, uh, uh, samples, anything that stood out or, you know, could you make a general comment or have you been seeing it for a few years or are there trends that are going on? In yeah, flavors yeah, yeah. Or, or... I, I, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think Humboldt County's trendsetter, you know, no doubt in the cannabis world. And I think, uh, what I've noticed a lot of the movement is towards the, the extracts, you know. And so with that, you know, just like you were talking about terpenes being very popular flavor, being really what people are after for the most part, on the general consumption level, the biggest thing to sell right now would be terpenes, right? So if you have some stuff that might be made in someone's basement and you don't know if it's fully purged and cleaned, but it tastes really good, you can sell it for more money and over every other thing out there. Mm-hmm right now so 
a trend that I'm definitely seeing and what I'm, I'm loving it, the trend and if people are starting to grow different things again, instead of oh, all great. trying to grow better OGs. Yeah. Right. I think there was only one or two OG entries in the cup in the oh, bowl, the Canifest bowl. Excellent. I believe only had two OG entries. One was a San Fernando Valley and the other one was the OG OG. Yeah, right. Right. Or the original OG. The original so, OG. so awesome. So two, two years ago, it was like everybody just grew OG. So with the, terp, OG with, the whole, with the whole extract thing and the terpene rising to the top and terps taking over, um, it's really nice. It's really nice to just watch the trends of a lot of these flavorful and unique genetics come back to the forefront, like like you know whatever we were just talking about, tangy. sour tangy, yeah. and we got banana number six, and you know what do we got here? Uh, cherry AK. Cherry you know AK. About the cherry? Oh, I know the cherry AK. What do you know about the cherry, bro? Cherry AK. Oh man, that's just way back from two thousand and four, bro. Oh four, buddy. Right. <laughs> Tooper. Cherry free cherry that's pre tuper. Cherry. That's pre tuper, yeah. Pre tuper. That was just like cargo containers of cocoa at that point. God, dude, totally. It was. It was. Oh, memory memory lanes, man. Memory lanes. Well, man, I'll tell you, I met some incredible people and uh got some incredible stories at the Canafest. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, hey, you know, one of the great things about Canafest is the panels and and I've always enjoyed them and this year you you asked me to be on a panel. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It was my uh uh I've done a couple of things like that, but you know, never in Humboldt where we could smoke weed and have our panel at the same time. Right. Uh, so, you gathered together experts. Never say from, never. Yeah, right. Experts from all over. Um, and, uh, we were on a panel together, uh, uh, man, I'm so, uh, I'm so bad with names. We, what was our panel name? Weed well, the people. We, yeah, we were on two. The first one in the morning is, uh, it's a panel that starts Canifest every year and I call it weed the people. Weed the people with Ben Franklin. With the people with Frank Benlin. With Frank Benlin. That's right. And this year we, the people, the, uh, theme there was Liberty through unity. But that was also the theme of Canifest this year. Just talking about the liberties that we have uh, when we come together. That's what this. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we you, we gathered uh, Franklin Ben. What was <laughs> Frank Benlin? Frank Benland. Um, Frank Benlin, otherwise known as Tom Hummel. Tom Hummel lives in Pennsylvania, and he's uh, Lori Cosgrove. She's our general manager, and she runs Canifest. That's her father. Uh, and he's a historian from Pennsylvania who comes out, does his thing as Frank Benlin. He loves it. And then we had yourself, Chip Baker with The Real Dirt was on there. Chip Baker with The Real Dirt. And Ryan Davidson with uh, Humboldt Seed Organization. Yeah, Ryan. And then we also had Matt Kuman, who's a um, civil rights lawyer and a, 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 a nationally renowned cannabis lawyer. Yeah, absolutely. We had a hu- huge turnout on uh, Sunday morning for that. And, you know, actually... I'm going to release that whole, these whole panels in a, in, in a coming episodes, probably right behind these couple episodes, right? Nice. So people will be able to hear those panels, um, uh, uh in their entirety. Uh, I got, I haven't had quite a chance myself to watch them all because I think there's 15 of them. Oh yeah. That we did. I know I, I, we'll, I missed some cause we were doing our panels and, and they, you know, there were these other exciting, interesting panels going on that we couldn't go see. Yeah, we're going to be posting them all on our website too, uh, www.canifest.com, C-A-N-N-I-F-E-S-T. 
I got to um, get a plug in there, dude. I've been doing this whole thing. No plug yet. No plug. Yeah, no doubt. Plug it up. There it is. Um, and, and you took video and did video and audio. We right? did. We did video and audio. And we should have, uh, you, you'll definitely have access to those from us if you don't already have it as soon as they're, they're done oh, being great. edited. Great, great. Yeah, and you can, you'll also be able to look at a lot of this on therealdirt.com. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then we had, a, we had a great afternoon panel in the main hall. Um, and uh, that was the, 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 the Real Dirt panel. Uh, yep. I hosted it, and it was a, a, a Real Dirt podcast. We're going to produce it as a, as a podcast. Nice. I look forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a, we had a really good panel there. Um, we called it the uh, Cannabis Brain Trust, is what we called it. That's and right. It was the, but it was it was the real dirt with Chip Baker. Yeah, the Cannabis Brain Trust, the real dirt with Chip Baker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, wow. That Skittles number three just tore me up over here, bro. Oh yeah, I hear you guys. The, don't I know you don't get no Skittles out I hear there. The I don't even crack try of that. the torch. <laughs> Let me hear you say you've seen some Skittles out there, dude. You you know who you're talking to. Shit, I brought those Skittle boys up when they were wee wees. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) He said he brought those Skittle boys up. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag, you heard it here first. (laughs) Oh, I'm just jiving. I'm just jiving. Oh, me too. Me too. You know, know, I get. Oh man, I'm for, I'm I'm I really am fortunate enough that my friends come to town from all over and bring me great great weed. Uh, yeah, that is a but, good thing. Uh, also, you know, I Mendocino's. I got tons of friends down there. We used to live down there. Uh, I love Ukiah, Hopland. You know, that whole area is just incredible. That's where the yeah, Skittles comes country. from, right? Ukiah area. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I'm gonna, what I was told. I'm gonna have those guys out on the show. Nice. Uh, uh. But uh, yeah, Skittles extract, that's a flavorful one, that's for sure. Yeah, those guys are good. So you, you do these other couple of things there, these fun events. It's not just so heady, too. You have these grow games, which are it's an awesome, awesome idea. And this is a competition of, of, of activities that might take place on a commercial growery. Explain how this works. Yeah, so the grow games are like kind of like uh, 4-H games, if you know what that is. Or it would be kind of like a grower, Olympic, kind of like um, American Gladiator vibe. You know, something like this, uh, American Ninja, you know, whatever that's called. And it's a game where uh, we had, this year we had three preliminary events and a, and a final event. The pr- first preliminary event is called the Plant Repot Hustle, where two people compete and the fastest time in the whole heat wins. Uh, it, they compete to repot six plants as fast as they can. So they got to take a little seedling. They got to put it into a one-gallon uh, grow bag filled with soil all the way up to the top. They got to put a little mycorrhiza in there. They got to water in some roots accelerator and they get timed <laughs> on that, you know? And, Do they have to weigh out this, this mycorrhiza and roots accelerator? No, they don't have to weigh it out. They just have to go through this little process of just sprinkling some of the Just a pinch. You know, don't let the wind kick up. But anyway, yeah, so right. a couple of people might have ended up with some of the eyes. But, you know. So on the Grow Games field, it's really, I'm on the mic giving people hell the whole time. Oh, yeah, you, you were DJing it up. things as I can. So it's not just a competition. We also had a house band this year, a Humboldt Grow Games house band. We played funk music and background music for us the whole time. So it's really a whole community event. So the Plant Repot Hustle was the first game. The second game this year was the Dirt Bag Drag, where two dirt bags 
had to drag a bag of dirt as far as they could in 42 seconds. So we had a 100-gallon grow bag filled with wet soil, and two people had to drag it as far as they could. And uh, that was that was quite the sight for sore eyes watching that one. <laughs> and then the third event was called, is called the Emerald Triangle Irrigation Puzzle, where you've got to come uh, take these three pieces of hose, different different circumferences, <laughs> and you got to connect those with a different – there's a bucket of fittings – and then there's a pump, and then on the other end of the pump, on the other end of the field, is a tank. So you got to pump the water from the, where the pump is into the tank through the hose by connecting all the pieces as quick as you can together. Yet, again, another timed event. And then the grand finale, which took place the following day on Sunday, your whole team had to come back and compete together, all four members, in what we call the, plant, the uh, Team Pallet Challenge where your team has to take a pallet of soil through this obstacle course, through the tires, over the hay bale pyramid, through the hoop house, greenhouse, uh, and then across the pond and restack the soil on a pallet where it has to stay for 10 seconds, then the clock stops. The winner of the Humboldt County Grow Games 2017 received a uh, Polaris, a new Polaris side-by-side all-terrain utility vehicle. And we gave away over $20,000 worth of prizes to all the community members that took their time to come out and compete and have a blast with us and entertain the community. It, it was fun. It was fun. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it was, so many people competed. That was a great competition. There was mud involved. Uh, it was just, it was just pure fun as, as cannabis always is pure fun. Oh yeah. We, we also do the, uh, the 420 tug. So it was like kind of a tug of war. And this year, uh, we did Sasquatch, the elusive Sasquatch who lives here in Humboldt County versus the Beaster Bunny who kind of <laughs> lost his way one time traveling down, uh, from, uh, Western Canada, kind of got lost in Humboldt, hanging out in the Hills and never quite made it back to BC. And, uh, it was kind of the Beaster Bunny on one side, Sasquatch on the other. We had about 15 people get behind myself as the Beaster Bunny and our good friend Oli as Sasquatch. And uh, fitting, I guess their team kind of won. But the funny thing is both Oli and myself and a couple other uh, unfortunate individuals ended up in the mud and in the pond in the middle of the field. <laughs> good times. And that's how we, br- you know, some people call it a tug of war, but we call it the 420 tug. We bring people together with our with our tug <laughs> <laughs> oh good times man good times <laughs> yeah, so besides the grow games there was also the ganja games ganja games, ganja bum, bum, games. and uh e- even though there was some controversy at the ganja games this year <laughs> as there always is uh, 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 let's, let's, uh, let's, let's describe what went on here at the Ganja Games and maybe talk about okay, some we, of the participants. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we can recap the Ganja <laughs> Games a little bit. Uh, we had some cat coming out of there, some, some, uh, some Highlander coming in. Yeah. He, I don't know. I guess he, Highlander, that's he a used cool. to live, he used to live in Humboldt. Highlander, that's an to, excellent term for me. I'm going to pick that up as to... my nickname, Highlander. <laughs> yeah. What Steve's trying to say is I rolled into Humboldt to compete in the Ganja <laughs> Games and whipped everybody's ass, but Steve couldn't have me win it because I was a sponsor, so he had to rig it against me. Oh, uh, well, the good thing about that is you'll be able to see that footage on canafast.com in the near future. And I'm sure Chip will get it up there on the real dirt as well, because we have very good footage, Chip, of, of that entire thing. And we can show the public and they can, if somebody thinks you won, I want to meet that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I want well, to meet that person. <laughs> I, 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 absolutely. I, you know, here's the thing is it was open to interpretation. It just didn't go my way. I just don't think it went my way. No, it didn't. You know, everything that's <laughs> being judged, being judged is always left open to interpretation. Right? Yeah, so, right. So, so, so what, what happens at the Ganja Games, whereas there was a series of events that led up to the final event, and the final event's the one you're talking about, and that was the joint roll-off, where you had to roll as many joints as you could in two minutes and 15 seconds, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. But hey, let's back it up. Let's start it at the beginning, yeah, yeah. though. Like, like, like there, was, there was like several things that went on here to, to even make for even the Highlander Chip Baker to make the cut. <laughs> Definitely. Right. So so the Ganja games are a series of games that we uh, refined, um, and we we put it out there on a, a, a bunch of little tables, and we use about a 20. You know, we use a good area. We got some some chairs and some tables set up, all colorful. We got some, some boards and some music going, some entertaining friends. We got Tara and Allison, our, our Ganja games. Gurus holding that shit yeah, down. Yeah, they did a great, great job you know? moving it around. And, um, and so we have the uh, we have a couple games. You sh- one of them is you have to guess the, sh- the genetic of the mm. cannabis plant that's in a jar, and the, at the top of the jar, it's got some holes in it. Wow, that and wow! You, so it's you, it's a, a, a it's a closed jar. You can't see it. All you can do is smell it. It's a blind sniff test. And yep, and it's called guess, the uh, shaken sniff. And you have to tell what kind. Well, that must be extremely difficult, Steve. How well, many people? On which how many people get. were able to smell the correct strain? You know, Chip. I mean, I'm not really sure to be honest. With I think you. just six of us. Six people. Yeah, All right, yeah, nice. Six nice. people. Six people. Uh, I was running myself, around that day, including myself. Well, <clears throat> I was lucky enough to make it to the the grand finale there to banter on the team. Uh, oh, you, yeah. But you, just you, before that, I was on the MC for the Grow Game, so we were trying to hustle around. So I didn't get to see that. But yeah, yeah. I'll so, take your word for yeah, it. I'll take I, your word for I, it. I, I came in number three people. in the nice, overall overall Grow Games bum, bum, bum. before the finale. Nice. Right. All right. So, so you were the you were the third uh, third highest scoring uh yeah, because you're to play the 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 ganja, the ganja game to get into the finale. To get in the finale, hundreds of people right. tried, and they chose, and six people, the six top wow. scores, were entered into the ganja games. Well, you know what? Next year, I'm going to compete. Next year, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we need we we need like uh uh like a uh an innocent bystander. No, not an innocent. Uh, 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 no, that's not the correct term. <laughs> an impartial, an impartial, like there judge, and, you know, here, right? Ganja Games, top six competitors, they all competed in a roll off. Roll off, roll off. True, and uh, you did a pretty good job. You know, I, I know that you pushed it to the second second round. I think there was a tie on the first one. Tie on the first it one to the second round of roll off, mm-hmm. roll off, roll off. Yeah. Now, now let's talk about this. We had we had to roll as many joints as we could in two minutes and fifteen seconds. That's true. Right, right. And there were six of us. Right. Uh-huh. And 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 I believe I rolled six perfect joints. You rolled six beautiful joints Be- in beautiful round joints one. In round one. In round one. In round I one. do I do recall. Right. And I, I tied with a couple other people who rolled six of the ugliest joints you've ever seen. It's true. It's true. There's different categories. We we you know, when we were deciding on which ganja games to do. There is another category of rolling that we had, and it's the creative roll-off. We will be adding it next year. Oh, yeah, we should have. We should have done that this year, too. Right. right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's we, we've messed around with different with different parameters with that, but mm-hmm. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you you. you. you saw my perfect joints, man. You rolled some good joints right, round right, one. Round one. Then we had round two where we had— Round the, two. 
was a roll off. And this guy next to you started rolling Lincoln logs. He did. Left. They were he pregnant Lincoln logs. With weed they were pregnant out. as hell. They were very yeah. pregnant. Oh my goodness. He won with those joints. <laughs> <laughs> and there was supposed to be some style points, dude. I didn't get any style points. Well, I, wait a second. Uh, I sound like I'm whining now. Man, I I, my joints were styling. Well. <laughs> Maybe if you're interested, we'd love to have your assistance on the Ganja Games Committee next year. And uh, we'd love know. to have you out as a guest as well. Again, next year, I'll invite you oh, early. I'm, I'm showing up with wristbands and headband on. All right, and, let's and bring it. I'm bringing it next year. You should bring Team Cultivate and see if you guys can win the uh, Ganja Games. The Ganja Games. Games. The Grow, Games, the Grow Games. Oh, yeah, there you go. I should develop a team. Team Cultivate, dude. Yeah, I might do that. I might real dirt that. team real dirt i don't know if i can uh my my guys might put everybody to shame that's the idea yeah totally totally you know i that's you know idea. you know i got the best employees bus workers I'm, definitely yeah 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 uh, <laughs> it was good times man all, all all jiving aside it was really innovative and really fun there's great interaction between cannabis seed uh uh, growers, cannabis clone suppliers, uh, cannabis dealers. Uh, there was, there was, it was such a good event in the, the, the area 215. And, and we need more stuff like that. Cannabis is, is serious, but it's also fun. And the interaction between the two is, is it, it just, it just brings to light how dynamic the plant truly is. It's true. I mean, we pride ourselves in the uh, family interactive zone, or like we call it the Fizz. And the Fizz is like a zone, a kind of fest where we have two, we had two stages this year where music was on one stage every hour, and then there'd be a break for an hour. And then the break, we'd have stuff on the side stage, everything from beekeeping workshops to healthy eating workshops to music workshops for kids, families to interact. We showed some folks how to do their own compost at home and a number of other different things or medicinal teas. And all types of things that are just, you know, part of our community, part of our subculture, if you want to call it that, um, that are that are also just a part of the way we like to see the world change. And what better way to do that than to incorporate and educate and include the youth? You know, a lot of the cannabis events are, are different than what we're doing. And um, I'm not going to say there are places where you wouldn't want to have your kids because that's a personal choice where you want to bring your kids. But a lot of people complain at other events about you know, um, they even took, actually, the first year we had CannaFest, they had just recently removed uh, kids. Uh, uh, they disallowed children to enter another event that was held locally right before our event. And so everybody started calling me up. Yo, are you guys going to have a kids thing there? You know, and so some people were making sure we still, still were because they wanted to bring their kids. And a number of people were calling up to, to try to tell us maybe we should reconsider having a kids zone or, you know, allowing kids to our cannabis festival trade gathering community event. And I, I thought that was absurd and it gave us more fuel to, to the fire. And we put a lot more of our budget, our energy and our time into creating a family interactive zone that's there to include everyone and normalize what we do. Uh, and also, I, I'm never into the kids corners. You know, it's not somewhere you don't throw your kids somewhere and go get drunk and fall down. <laughs> And go forget you had a kid. You know, this is the family interactive zone. Come on in. Come with the family. Come right. interact with the community. We always like to say there's a, a kind of fest and that community pride and peace, which is a nonprofit we started. But we always like to say there's a you and an I in community. Yeah. 
true that, man. You had both your yeah. boys there. I saw them uh, throwing down their skills in the karate demo. Karate nice. demo. Yeah, my younger son, uh, Maurice, is five years old, and he uh, he just got his yellow belt the other day, but he, he's excelling in uh, his, his uh, Kempo karate, and his, his teacher was happy to bring out the whole class and exhibit the skills and um, discipline that these young uh, women and men have learned you know over there it's a pretty cool thing to see uh some people doing karate at a cannabis event yeah with the kids and the whole family and we had uh we had just about everything you could think out there my older son lennon he's uh 10 years old and he 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 was out there helping out with the grow games out on the field he really enjoyed that and they uh they had a great time they saw nature joe they all the kids wait for nature joe he brings snakes and lizards and we had pony rides and a bouncy house and popcorn and all kinds of goodies and healthy juice and fruit and vegetables over there and it stands for the kids yeah man it is it, it a good time that's for sure you, you put on a great event great event i'm, I'm excited about it for next year yeah me definitely, too definitely want to be involved more let's do it well man i'm uh i think we gotta bring this episode to a close is there uh oh man i know i know man is there is there anything else we want to say here uh, well, I mean, I, th- I thank you for having me on your program here, and uh, I look forward to, to the future of all the different things I know we're going to be doing together. And Big I know the list- there's Big people plans. out there listening to what we're saying, you know, and uh, like we say at uh, North Coast Horticulture Supply all the time, have fun in the garden out there. You know, don't forget that part of it. Yeah, that's true. It is fun, man. Have fun in the garden. It is fun. Big smiles. We'd bring smiles all over, that's for sure. That's it. It's high noon in Humboldt. Uh, high noon in Humboldt with Steve Geeter. Real dirt with Chip Baker. Thanks, bro. Take care, brother. We'll talk to you soon. 